Praise the Lord, brethren. Your brother is once again back. I have been away for a while. Yeah, for... Yeah, the reason is simply... <laughs> battles, you know, we are in a battle. We are in a battle. Yeah, I've been going through some serious spiritual battle. But uh, you know what? I will not give up. I tell the devil, devil, I will never give up. And I do tell him, the more you engage me in battle, the more closer I go to God. So somehow, you're helping me to get closer <laughs> to my defender. So the battle is fierce, brethren. I would very much appreciate your prayers as well for me. When I talk of battle, you know what I mean. Spiritual battle, demonic battle, Satan himself is a woman. But in, I will share some of these things later on on the YouTube. Um, yeah, so that's, one, that's the reason, that's the main reason why I've not been able to be on all this while. It's about a month or so. But I just felt I should share some of the old dreams that uh, I have been receiving. I will just share one tonight. This is my dream book. And it was on the 18th of, uh, of March, 2015. Yeah, I had a, uh, a seven days fast and uh, in the end of the, of the seventh day, I, I received this dream from the Lord. You know, you never call for a dream. The Lord just gives. He just shows you whatever He wants you to know and to share with the body of Christ. So in the end of this fast, I had this uh, dream between the hour of 9 and 12.30 in the night. In this dream, it, the place looks like Rome. And uh, let me, uh, yeah, like Rome, more precisely. It was like it, we were in Rome. And this dream was, it, it's a tribulation. It's, it's, it's like the great tribulation we are hearing about. And the Lord happened to allow me see some of these things that will happen. Now, you see, we have been dreaming. A lot of people, I, 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 I listen to many people talk about uh, the end time dreams, the tribulation and so forth. And you see, God just God shows you as an individual just the portion of what he wants you to know and to share. Like some of our brethren who have been privileged to be taken to heaven and to hell and back and they are on the earth, they are telling us their experiences. So when they go to these places, they don't see the entire heaven. They don't see the entire hell. They, they, they see just a portion of it to come back and tell us what they have seen. So... I, I do believe in this uh, uh, great tribulation that the Lord took me into or, or the Lord wanted me to see. He showed me just part of it, not the entire picture of the great tribulation. However, so as I said, between the hour of 9 and 12.30 in the night, I had this dream and it, we were like, uh, it, it was like we were in Rome and there were millions of people. It was an, it, it was some sort of like you know like like rally you know like when politicians are going around campaigning for support and so forth 
it was like a, a political rally. There were millions of people. You could not see the end. You turned to the right, you could not see the end. To the left, you could not see the people. An ocean of people, so to say. However, and there was one man pulling this crowd, and that was Pope Francis, the present occupant of the Vatican. He was the one pulling this crowd. People were so desperate for him. Everybody wanted, wanted a touch from Pope. Then, in front of this crowd, there was a, a big cathedral. You know this uh, Roman Catholic cathedral? A magnificent building, very huge, with a very large door. And the Pope, went. he left the crowd and went into this building, in, in, into the cathedral and there was this Catholic nun who followed him I really don't know what they went in there to do but they didn't make they didn't make up to two minutes inside there as they went inside the cathedral they came back again immediately when they came out there was uh, uh, some sort of uh, a dining table in a rectangular a, a rectangular form and then this table was surrounded by chairs and then the Pope sat at the center of the table and then uh, he was accompanied by uh, 10 to 12 men you know like the Catholic priests would those their robe on them the gown or how, I don't know how to call it, those things on them so they surrounded the table as they surrounded this table Pope had a very smiling face a very charming face it, it was like people could die for him. Then, all of a sudden, one of these, uh, these elders who sat with him stood up and made an announcement that changed the, the, the looks on people's faces in less than a second. And what was the announcement? He said, these were the words that came out of his mouth. He was introducing Pope. He says, uh, he, said, he said like, okay, this is the man in charge. These were his words. This is the man in charge, referring to Pope. And then he went on again to say, he is the anti-Christ or the anti-Christ depending on where you are residing. Some call it anti, some call it anti. This world with so many languages. However, I hope you get it. Immediately, his identity was revealed to the population. Oh, you need to see how people, how, 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 you need to see the magnitude of fear that people had on their faces. Their face, their jaws dropped down. Immediately this announcement was made. There was this huge military presence. Before, you, you, there was no uniform officer around. No uniform officer. Everybody there was just like as undressing, plain cloth people. Immediately this announcement was made. It seems like they came out from, they came out from nowhere. The whole place was engulfed filled with these military personnel. 
the terror people went through. They terrorized people. They were arresting people, brutalizing people. Look, sometimes war is even better because a bullet on you, you are gone. Sometimes you don't even feel the pain. But nobody was dying. They killed no one. They were just torturing people, brutalizing people. Oh my. <laughs> you would prefer death than to go through all what they were doing. Now what happened is this. People tried to run. And I was trying. I was running as well. Not all of us. We were looking for a safe place, you know. When you turn to your right, there is a huge military presence to your left. Even if you see an empty space where there is nobody, you think that's a safe heaven for you. By the time you get there, it seems like they just appear from the air. You don't know where they're coming from. They are there. And then people were running. No matter where you hide, it was as though they know where you are located. They know where you are. They were a kind of smoking people out of their hidings. You know? They just knew every they, they, they knew everybody and where everybody was. So you could not hide. Oh, it was it was terrible. Then I saw my one of my friends who is a minister of the gospel in America. We were running and he fell into the trap of this ruthless beast. They caught him. They caught him. He, he, he fought, he fought, he fought to come out of their grip. But there was no way. And as they caught him, as they caught him, I turned and saw a narrow road. I began to follow the narrow road, seriously running. It was as though my feet were not touching the earth. It was as if I was flying. I was really running. And as I ran, then I saw ahead of me a man on a horse. It was as if the man too was running. But he was on his horse running. And then I began to follow the horse. I began to follow the horse. The dream ended. Now, I just want to share this short message for servant of God. Please, brothers. Please, sisters. Ministers of the gospel. Be holy. Be righteous. Don't save God. Save God. Save God. And if you are in a ministry, you know God did not put you there. You better step down and seek his face. Don't save money. Look, God did not call you to compare with people. We are not in a we are not in a competition or in a popularity context. You are not contesting. Don't gain people's favor and lose your soul. Make no mistake that you might preach the gospel to somebody and the person makes heaven and you, the Muslim preacher, you end up in hellfire. Servant of God, it's high time I'm not talking to the flock. I'm talking to the shepherds. Shepherd God's flock in righteousness and holiness and justice. 
Don't save money. Look, don't look for money. Don't look for people's approval. Be just. Don't practice partiality in your congregation. Live what you preach. Be an example of your message. Because many servants of God will not make it. You can see the nonsense that is going on in the body of Christ. Many servants of God will not make it. When I saw my friend, I know so, so well, in the hands of this brutal beast, oh, I, when I got out of this dream, I began to ask myself, if a man like him could be, could fall in that net, then people like us who are still struggling to stand, what shall we do? But I thank God. Thank you, blessed Jesus. Thank you. My brothers, remember that you are saving God. And the God you serve is holy and he is righteous. You too, be holy and be righteous. Fear God and you have nothing else to, to, to be afraid of. The fear of man will only will destroy you. The fear of man will destroy you. I will end, up, I will end here so far. And as God permits, in the course of the week again, or next week, I will post another video. God bless you and stay rapturable. Bye.